Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Hello, everybody. Another installment and Never Stop Getting a Podcast. Another special day, another special event. So let's dive into this. But before we do, we are going to do our cele- 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 how do you say it's, it's, Scott? Ce- it's celebratory. celebratory celebratory shots. Yes. Well, they're trying Come to change now. the name on me. I was going to mm-hmm. be like, you know. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, you got uh, it. Crack it open. You got it. Salud. Ready? Yeah. Salud. Salud. Mm-hmm. Salud. Okay, Salud. Steve. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good stuff. But, no, it's not. <laughs> but because today is so special, is. we have a great friend of the podcast on, Roth Cardenas. And he's got a lot of stuff he wants to talk about. But, Roth, before we jump into yours, I know John is chomping at the bit and he wants to talk about a sports minute because it's been a little while. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no. John, go ahead. Take it away. Fast minute. Chop, well, chop. I'll tell you what. I, I'm very excited that we have Raf Cardenas on the show sports again. Minute. And, but before we do that, because we really have to dive into the sports around here. and that, Yeah, go ahead and start timing me. But um, we are imploding here in New England when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, our beloved Patriots are, are faltering, now one and three on the season. Don't and, lose the faith, John. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not losing the faith. But Zappy it's, we're, we're you know, anyway. the silver lining is everyone is in love with Zappy. So... Let's all uh, cheer for Bailey Zappy, right? I'm Zappy. getting a Bailey. Yeah. I'm getting a Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Yes. Yeah, that, I have to. That means something for you over there, Scott. Yes. Hold on. Um, hold on. You didn't even get a Bailey kicker, Jersey. No, that, I'm going to have to. Ba- oh, for the kicker. Number seven, Bailey. Yeah, it's an actual kicker. You know how hard they, they, they are to come by? The kicker? Yeah. They've been sold out. The kicker? They sold all three fucking jerseys. That's cute. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. <laughs> it's now Billy Zappy. So you need to get we that really shirt. Are in a fucking you number. really need to get that shirt, Scott. Really but in a rut. We are, you know, we're, we, we were very close to beating Green Bay in Green Bay at Lambeau Field and we blew it. And so I'm pissed about that. But let's move on because, you know, we never know what's going to happen with Zappy. I, I hope Zappy comes up and, and, and uh, actually wins the game here in this week because I don't think that Mac Jones is going to be ready to go. Yeah, I would, I'd like to see him win. Yeah. Not I, Obviously, I don't think he's going to be the next Brady coming up and replacing Bledsoe. Steve, tell us how you feel. But I'd, uh, like, to, I'd like to see Zappy do you know something great like yeah. maybe Brady did. You That'd know? be fun to see, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think the sports minute's done now because everybody was interjecting there. But it's all right. I, I have no it's problem with it. It's two minutes, 46 seconds, though. Yeah. So uh, we we are excited about Zappy. We're really pissed about the Pats in general. The Red Sox have been ploded, and they're ready you know, to start the new season next year. But as, uh, as far as the Bruins go, they're, they're doing pretty good in the preseason, up and down. They've won a few games. They've lost a few games. They look like they're they're not doing too bad, and then the Celtics are in complete no, shambles. That's, that's that's wait. That's going to be a, no. a whole episode. I'm just that's saying. Seat, I'm right? just saying yeah. that mm. since the last time we've done an episode, they won the last game. Ime Odoka. What? Ime Odoka. Ime Odoka. I'll help you with that. Yeah. No, that was 
abysmal what happened there. You're you're talking about So what a, exactly did you do? A franchise who was no, about to get into it. on the I'm precipice. Not, I'm not exactly sure what he did. On the precipice of winning a championship last season and was favored, favored. Mm-hmm. to win this season and this guy blew it for them and now he's suspended for the year as their head coach and I, and I, and I think it's, you know, obviously there's a lot more to it than than meets the eye. There's a big onion there, and we can probably go through it on a, in, yeah. in another time. But when you're talking about the sports minute here in yeah. Boston, you can't just uh, glaze over the fact that the Celtics are are also imploding a bit yeah. at that That's point. Good. So um, let's go with the uh, with with the with, with the Pats. But that was impressive. Oh, okay. What? He called it onion. Well, I thought you were saying. I thought you were well, saying. That was oh, very. Yeah, we need. We, we're, we're, we'll peel that onion we're back getting, at the time. We're so you're like an ogre. Yeah, you're like an ogre. Like an ogre there. Yeah, yeah, an ogre. Yeah, I love onions. By the way, they're really good for you too. Mm. Certain. If you didn't know this back in the day, oh no, if stop, you, Steve. If you, Steve, if you, take over, please. If you What's wanted to, button? if you wanted to show somebody that you really cared in a gift, you would bring them an onion. That's how. That's how. Great onions are Which not only for it? you, but as far as gifts go. Wah, so wah, wah. we can uh, we can talk about that more yeah. later. But all right, I think we're done with the sports minute. Let's uh, let's so move on. Move, slide into our our guest, John. <clears throat> well, hold on, Scott. You okay today? Because John refuses to say anything to you. Like the third episode in a row. What do you mean, say anything to me? Yeah, how are you, are you doing about? today? Did you say anything? Well, you no, never even asked I, me he's that. Never, I know he no, never it's does. It's supposed to go that way, no, John. But. No, but you never even asked me that, though. But you know, nobody gives a fuck. You know what I harken back to is is the famous. So you guys watch basketball, right? Sure. So yep. the NBA with with Shaq, uh, Barkley, uh, Barkley, yeah. Kenny Smith, and and Barkley takes up the whole time, and Shaq gets mad, and he's like, "It's supposed to go one, two, three, but." Barkley wants to take up all the fucking time, so it goes one, two, back to two. <laughs> That—that's what John is. You, you think I'm—I'm I'm not stealing any time from you. I, what are you talking about? That's why we edit. That's why we do the. Hey, okay, so can we get? Uh, are we good? <clears throat> anyway, we are. We do have our special guest, Roth Cardenas, and I heard you got a couple things going on. But before you do that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that didn't listen to the podcast beforehand? Can you tell us what you you have a whole production company? You do yeah, stand up, the bands. Yeah, I started doing stand up a while back, and then I started getting into booking uh, shows and producing shows and uh, bringing my own element into it. Um, I think my shows are pretty different from just about everybody else's, and that's a good thing. Uh, I I love doing it. You know, I started booking stand up uh, shows, and then I introduced some music into it, and then about a year ago, a year and a half ago, uh, I started bringing uh, musical guests in. To open up for the you know before the comedy starts and that's a better which big is hit. great that's yeah a big people thing. love it yeah, yeah. I bring, bring in some pretty great bands and um, it puts people in the listening mood you know what I mean you get in there they get some good music going have some drinks and then you know they're good and ready to go by the, the time community acts come out that's there it the comedians come out they're all and they primed up yep yep sometimes I'll have a quick intermission between the feature and the headliner and have the band come up and play like another song, you know, and that's not terribly original. That's like an SNL thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. When they go to it commercial, is. they come back, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and they yeah. bring the band back yeah. up. And that's kind of where I got that. But I think it's a great, a great element and it's, and it's, it's a good way to do it. And that people love it. Cause it just kind of breaks it up. 
gets them going again, and the headliner comes out and knocks them dead, you know, and it's a memorable night you oh, yeah. for everybody. You, you got to get people in the mood. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And not just comedy anymore, because it's, it's all about the full entertainment, yeah. whether it's music, it's whatever entertains people. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what it's all about. Look, I'll, I'll book a magician or a juggler. I mean, if they're fascinating and they're great and people are going to enjoy it. Oh, a juggler. Sure. You don't see those Why anymore. Raph Live Entertainment. It's like anything you can do live. You that's know. what it's called? That's the new, yeah, it started at Raph Comedy Productions, but then I, when I started booking a lot of uh, bands and stuff, it's a little, I just assume Raph, I, I feel Raph Comedy Productions is a little more, a little narrow yeah. for when you're booking bands and right. stuff, so yeah, I figure right. Raph Live Entertainment would be a good way to, a good spin to put on it, and uh, and, and it kind of covers everything. Well, so, I'll tell you, America's Got Talent is is a big show out there right now, and that, yeah. they do everything, so that's kind of where you're at, right? You're like, whatever yeah, you whatever, said, whatever, whatever. You know, if I, somebody gives Magicians, me a call, whatever. I, or I see somebody out, and I do a lot, I do scouting, I see shows, I'll go to the, get a ticket, go sit in the back, and kind of just watch for myself, and... I've always done things like that. Um, I, I rely a lot on uh, opinions and, and, and feedback from some of my other bigger comedian friends that know all these people. And I'll, right. hey, reach out to this person. Hey, what about this guy? Oh, that definitely, definitely. They know what I like and what I like to bring to my shows. And if it's somebody that wouldn't fit my my standards, they'll just say, don't, don't waste your time. But uh, for the most part. I got a lot of help with uh, some pretty great people out there in Boston that that say point people my way, you know, and that yeah. helps a lot because you can't see everybody, you know, and and, uh, and I refuse to just book dogs that suck because yes. people pay their hard earned money. Early. That's right, yeah. they pay you know hard. They work hard for their money. They go out there want to be entertained, and I'm not just going to throw some dog up there that's got you know garbage material. And that's why Steve and I do a lot of podcasts by ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking, you know, what would be a good act for Rafa. What we can do is we can have Doctor DDT. <laughs> John's like, I want to say something. Doctor DDT. I'm kidding. Yeah, Doctor DDT and John doing a double juggling act. Yes. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yes, dude. That's that's comedy gold right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. But whatever's good, you know. I said you get some great magicians out there. People love that stuff. You know. I've tried juggling, by the way, and it just it goes bad. Yeah. Really quickly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what happens. You drink too much. Yeah. You see too yes. many. Yeah. There's only three. Get to it sober. Three yeah. balls up there. I can't, it's, it's I can't do it sober. I, I, as soon as I get up, I'm. What I'm, fun I'm is drunk that? Drunk at that point. So. Yeah. So Rafa. Yeah. I heard you got something coming up on the twentieth. Yes, October 20th this month uh, in Menden. There's a club I use out there, the End Zone Sports Club. It's an amazing place. It's got a great stage. It's like a music hall. And uh, we've got Lenny Clark coming out, Jody Sloan, Mark Riley's going to host. And uh, it's basically a, it's a fundraiser with the Menden Lions Club for their charities. Nice. And um, it's going to be a great time. You know, they, We always pack the house. This is the second year I'm doing it. We did it last year. We sold every ticket. Uh, we had a musical guest, and we had Lenny headlining. I said it's a great show, always a good time. The venue is amazing. They get food. You can order stuff, appetizers. Oh, they nice. get a bar right there. Yeah, so they do a good job out there. Uh, Roy Vaz and his and his family own this place, and it's on Route 16 in Menden. I love doing shows there. So uh, how many tickets do you typically sell? Well, What's we, a sell out there? Oh, 257, oh. straight to the T. 257? Oh, yep. shit. That's how many we can fit That's in the max? That's, that's what, yep, that's what table seating. Before the fire code? No, not in. even that. It's just for, for comfort. You know, you don't want to be too packed in there. You know, it's a pretty yeah. big hall, but with table seating and stuff, we can fit 257, and we sold out last year. And uh, we're well on pace to do the same thing for this year. It's only a couple weeks away. Two hundred fifty-seven. And yep. how much is it a ticket? Uh, this year it's thirty-seven bucks. Thirty-seven bucks. Yeah, to see great. a show. And yeah, with live music. Three live music. three really great comedians. Jody Sloan. What can I say, man? I, I started booking her uh, last summer, 
and uh, I love her. She's just really good. I got a lot of great comedian friends, female comedian friends that that I do shows with, and they're amazing. But I really like Jody. She just knows how to work an audience, and uh, she's just really, really funny. Mark Riley, what can I say? The guy's one of the best. We out love him. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. And uh, Lenny Clark, well, he's a legend. He speaks for himself. But uh, it's going to be a great show, and you can still get tickets on Eventbrite. You know, you just got to punch in Lenny's name or the date. October twentieth, Menden, and it'll it'll pull right up. And you have a new musician out there too. Who is who is that you have? Well, I got uh, yeah. We're going to be showcasing uh, for the musical guests. It's a young lady, Eva Rap. She's yep. amazing, amazing, and she's got a couple of songs out on Spotify now. And um, what type of music is it? Uh, I don't know how what the genre. She's just just sort of pop. Yeah, like pop. Kind of you know, she's got her song called uh, "In the Breeze." It's on Spotify by Eva Rap. You listen to it. She's got an amazing sound. Um, she's got a couple other ballads that she's doing, and um, and she's on her way. And when I heard her, I immediately reached out and said, "Look, I'd love to have you the next time I have a show. Uh, I'd like to have you on as a musical guest." She said, "I'd love to do it." So we booked the October twentieth. I called her. She was on board, and boom! So the rest is history. She's gonna she's gonna light it up to open up the show, and then uh, we'll go to the comedy from there. <clears throat> is that is that the only musical guest you have? Do you have anybody else going to be there? Just for that. Oh, you're I, working I, on it. No, there's one each show. So I, I do a lot of work oh, with uh, Gracie Day and the Phantom Limbs, her and oh, Joel. They got okay. amazing sound. She's got some, uh, she got her album, um, the Nashville Sessions are on every major platform now, and they're working on a new one that's uh, under wraps right now, but it's going to be coming out shortly, So, and I don't really know. Come much. on, under wraps. You got something for us, right? Steve. No, teams. not really. Steve. <laughs> yeah. On the wraps, go <laughs> get them. So that's you know that's that's <laughs> their. Uh, you got a little tease. Come on, you got a little something. Well, give us not not a give us a nugget now. right there. Come on, give us the a podcast side. needs it's, something. It's just uh, it's just uh, they're putting out a new album. And the first letter being recorded <laughs> in the studio, and uh, they're still working on it. But it's when it comes out, it's oh, going to be I'm amazing. Kidding. Yeah, I've had the privilege and honor to hear a couple of the songs before anybody else, and it's amazing. So it's really not great. Maybe the podcast can have one song played before it's even released. Tonight? Could we do that? No, it doesn't have to be tonight. Oh, wow. Tonight, Not Rafa, right now. We'll Rafa, Rafa we'll pull see. some strings, buddy. I don't, yeah. I don't we'll know. Make <laughs> a few phone calls right now. We'll see what we can do. Let's pull some <laughs> strings here. Come on. But, yeah. Great I'll friend of the show, right? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I've booked some great great bands. I've booked Veronica Lewis. She was the uh, nominee for the 2022 Blues Music Awards um, for a, a number of different categories, Piano Player of the Year and Best New Artist and Best New Emerging Artist. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, he sees the talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get, and oh, there's a young we lady. Can, we can slide this those is a, this into. Is a, this is a great thing for our podcast. That's us. We can slide. Yeah, right. I got some really good, yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> Have you heard our opening? And, she, and she's only 18. Veronica Lewis is only 18. Are you wow. kidding me? Yeah, she's amazing. Veronica Lewis. She's only 18. Yeah, yeah. She's an amazing, amazing artist. And uh, I was so proud to have her at my festival back in July, and I can't wait to book her again. That's know? incredible. Eva Rap too, is also very young, right? Yeah, she's, she's 18 as well. Young. And uh, again, yeah. but she's an amazing young lady with a great sound and a great voice. And uh, again, I don't, you know, if anybody is listening to this that I turn down to have you on my show don't be offended but i don't book you unless you're good you know uh, but there's other pain. people that are taking offense and you really don't care whatever right? well mm -hmm. get better yeah, well, exactly you know, yeah. right? that's it yeah. i've been turned down to do stand-up like, no we don't well, you know. and that's kind of where i <laughs> it is like, what it like, is i think for you like like i i know i've known you right i, I wasn't friends with you because you were older but so you came from a small town. Yeah. And from how did you come from? Like, where did you go? How did you know to get into the con? First of all, the the little I did know of you, it wasn't comedic. Right. So how did you go <laughs> to comedy to get to to oh, I, well, comedy? Hold on, Rafa. Yeah. All that. Wait stuff. a second. Wait a, yeah. The guy that's part of this podcast didn't listen to our last episode. 
because oh, we so discussed I, this. We did. So, yeah. But go oh, ahead. Yeah. So, right. so, so that was so the same question yeah. again. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, quickly. I'll, well, go I, ahead, Roth. Quickly. My son was taking some acting classes, workshops at Boston Casting. And uh, I would go there and bring them in the, you know, on, on the on the for the workshops. And I was hanging around one day, and I saw literally on a bulletin board they were having a stand up comedy workshop uh, with a gentleman, Patrick Collins, who became a good friend of mine. And I signed up for it, and I took the workshop, and he showed us how to break it down. And kind of, you can't really teach stand up comedy. Either so you you're funny, thought you were funny. Yeah, well, is that you know. how, really how you felt? Well, like, I had like, people like, for instance, like, like in my family, like. I think I'm a I'm a jokester, right? With my my yeah, wife. Yeah, I've always been kids. a class clown. Sure, no, sure. No, we no. think you're an asshole. And I, <laughs> I said my I my Scott, wife. You my think kids. you're no, they think you're they think you're an asshole too. I mean, come on, say my brother-in-law. Your wife and kids think you're an asshole too. Yeah, you think you're funny. But they will never say that. You think you're funny. No, I I, I kind of had that. <laughs> funny how? Funny how? Like a clown. Yeah, I'm here to amuse you. But I had uh I had people tell me, and I had, for instance, when I was in high school, one of the teachers was big involved with the talent show, and every year he told me you should do, you know, you only get a few minutes to stand up, and I'm like, no, I I just didn't, I never wanted to do it, but I was told. Which teacher was that? Mr. Mitchell, the art teacher. Oh, okay. He always wanted me to do stand up. Uh, Brooke Mitchell, yep. but I, I never did. And then later in life, I when I saw that and I and I took the workshop, I really liked it. And then we showcased our first uh, stand up comedy show at Dick Doherty's, and that was the first time I ever did stand up comedy. And I I fell in love with it, and I just started doing it. You know, open mics. I was never a big big comedian, but didn't take long to me to say, okay, I want to. I think I want to start producing my own shows because. <clears throat> The shows that I had been to and even the ones that I was involved with, I just thought there should be something more. Yeah. You know, even if you got great comedians, you know, they introduce the name and people kind of clap when they come up, but it was nothing. And that's it. Then everybody's done. So I said, you know what, we're going to, when I do my shows, we're going to have an intro song for each comedian. We'll tell them, you know, what, what do you want your intro yep. song to be? It's only going to play for 10 seconds while you're coming to the stage, but it just adds an element and, yeah. it, and it's stuck and everybody likes it. And I said this on the last episode, yep. I've had some of the bigger comedians say, your shows are so fun because it feels like you're at the Boston Garden. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. even a little club because of the music and the, and awesome. the intro song, and, and that gets the, the the audience pumped. And so I stuck with it, and then from there it, it evolved into booking a full blown live musical guest, and that's a, been a big hit. Sounds Ra- like a wrestling event, Raph. Yeah, I <laughs> I saw you do the stand up comic comedian act, oh, and I, I thought it was great. Thank you. And uh, the, yeah. the the pe- the penny in the tin can was probably the best part of that one. I, can, can we say that? Yeah, yeah. Can you can you explain that? To it, us a little bit? It's just I I can't you can't you got to do it in your set. But everybody <laughs> seemed to love the when I compared to a, a vagina on the period smelling like a tin can full of wet uh, uh, wet pennies. <laughs> And it's just I, when I said that, everybody just went nuts. And, and I, so that's one of the of all I the just, things I said that yeah. night. How did you come up with that? Because it smells like a tin. When I smelled it one time, I said, "You know what? This actually smells like a fucking tin can." Uh, he said one, one time, one time, one time. time. So and he married her. It's just funny because he married her. Oh, no, I, talk, yeah. I talk about my family and, and, and different events and growing up in the neighborhood. I grew up. Oh, that's but that's funny. the one that a lot of the people when I see him, they said that tin can full of wet pennies thing, man. Yeah, wet that's that's awesome. Yeah. That just hit us funny, and it's, it kind of tastes like it, too, a little bit. <laughs> suck on a wet penny. I've, 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 I've never tasted pennies oh, in that's a tin not, can. That's but not a lie, guys. I You're just swallowed my tongue. I was, yeah. trying, I was trying no. to think what. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! Even if it was by accident, you know, we've all done it once at least. <laughs> we, we can't admit. To, oh, we yeah. have that button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't yeah. label them yet. But um, hold on. Am I gonna get lucky? 
You gonna guess the button? Nope. Nope. Uh, they're not on. Oh, they're not on. Come on, Steve. You so my yeah, bad. I don't know. And, uh, You're not you. on your game there, uh, Steve. What's uh, up? Whatever. I wouldn't press the right one anyway. You go boo yeah. or something. We don't want that yeah. one. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't know who I'm going to offend with some of my stuff, but you asked John. I've never been a clean comic. No, uh, we, what fun we, is that? We don't like that. No. Yeah. yeah right, we want right. the dirty so, humor. No, you were really vulgar. And one of the <laughs> things you mentioned at, at the last podcast was when you did your show for uh, a, a, an older audience. Oh, my and God. Can, can you get it just because, just you know, Scott didn't listen and wasn't there. Well, but one of those things where I, I got a call from Mark Riley. Scott's says, hey. blushing. Mark Riley says, you want to do a show with me? I said, sure. So we, we, he picked me up. It was a last-minute thing. We drove out there, and I, we got there a little early, and as I'm standing there in the lobby watching the people come in, they were all elderly. I'm talking, you know, like it was an older, <laughs> older, older crowd, and I was... I says to you know what is this? What, do you, what you know? What am I gonna do with this? And he said, yeah. "Don't worry about it." Sometimes these people have the best time. They like the vulgar stuff. And you know what? It was a great show. I had a great set, and they were laughing their asses off. So I was I was kind of surprised at that, but it was a good feeling, you know. And it's true. They're not. I thought I was right. gonna get booed, but they were loving it. The older crowd was yeah. loving my 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 uh, vulgar material. So can you know? when you walk out, do you actually see the crowd before you go out there, or do you see it when you get out there? Well, it depends how early you get there. I mean, yeah. if you get there early enough, you can sit there. Do you just, think it helps you? They don't even know you're does one it, of the comedians. Does you it watch change walk your program? Really? You just sit back there with the crowd? And or you stand by it. the door. You can, you know, chatting with people and you see them come in. Do but. you prefer that? Like, like, so I don't, I, this is what I'm saying. I don't know the process. So is that something that you guys do is like you see the crowd. So oh, then God, you yeah. change I, well, your I mean, program. Some, I know comedians that had a, a solid you know, this is what I do, no matter what. Solid forty minutes. They don't stray from it. They, they don't. They don't. No matter what it is. But I, I have. If you have, it depends. With like, if you're a feature, you're gonna get fifteen, twenty minutes. But you have forty minutes of material. Yep. I don't know too many comedians that haven't sat there and watched the crowd as they're coming in. Sometimes they don't even know they're the comedian standing there talking. And right. You know, it's not like we're behind the curtain peeking. Well, we just kind of mingle around that. and yeah, you get a feel yeah, for yeah. the audience, uh-huh. and then you, right. and you tailor it to that. But I had my one little, like. Eight minutes because I just I opened you know f- and uh, and I used what I had and they they had a great time I did rape you know Bill Cosby rape jokes and everything and they just they were they thought it was hilarious you know <laughs> I I heard this one story and uh, it's funny it's about Dane Cook and uh, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. about so Dane Cook had this uh, thing it was like the Laugh Factory or something and he's he's the the headliner but Dave Chappelle showed up and this was like that. Uh, you know, sometimes comics will just show up and they can practice or whatever. Yes, yeah. So he showed up and they're like, listen, this is Dane Cook's night. You have a uh, slim 10, they call it. So yep. you got 10 minutes and he's got to be 10. And he goes, all right, that's cool. And they said this is how Dane's Cook career got ruined because Dave uh, Chappelle went up there, yep. did his 10 minutes, and he goes, all right, guys. If you want to come hang outside, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Yep. We can take pictures, do yep. this, do that. Yep. Yep. And nobody was in there for Dane Cook's set. Who wants to follow um, yeah. Dave Chappelle? I nobody, would. especially with just 10 minutes, right. even though you have 45 or whatever. And I think know? Dane Cook's hilarious. I think I, I watch his vicious Did tour. he get in trouble, though, for something? Like uh, to, like stealing those people's At some point. Yeah, he's been known everybody for does. that. You know what? Robin Williams used to do it. and then But they, you run out of stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, it's well, like you, you just have to, to rewrite. Okay, that tells me. I'll tell you one thing. and you can Sure. I remember telling Mark Riley this. When I started doing stand-up and writing my own material, I stopped watching stand-up comedy on TV because there were too many times where I would think of something, and then you're watching like a special on, and then that comedian says Uh, something very close, so now I feel like I can't use it. So I just stopped. I stopped watching it because 
it's like, well, you know, even though this is what I came up with, and it's something, it could be something that's very parallel to something in your own family. But mm -hmm. if somebody sees that on TV, then they come out and they see me do this uh, set about, and they go, oh, he stole that. So I just yes. stopped watching because it, at least in my mind, I know I didn't steal it because I had never heard it. Yes. So, it's like inventing right. a product. It actually really? is a, it was kind I mean? of a drag because I stopped watching stand-up comedy specials and stuff on TV for the longest time when I was trying to write. Then after a while, I'm like, screw it. I'm just, I don't have that much material anyway, and I'm not going to rob myself of these great entertainment. <laughs> but isn't it like yeah. inventing I know, something? Like, I'm just going to keep watching it. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I just invented something. And it's like, oh, no, this guy already got it. You know, well, that's it's it. just, you know, nobody just, wants to be known as somebody that steals material. And again, I never got really deep into doing stand up. Right, I right. started producing the shows. I got on the other side of the mic, and I love it. But it's a challenge. And, 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 and that's one thing you don't want is people to say you're unoriginal or you stole from somebody else because yeah. anybody can do that. You know? Of course. Yeah. And I, and I what's pulled original Mark, now? Really? Well, that's just it. And there's Everybody so many. Everybody has the same. You have it. an it's like music, though, right? Yep. You have an asshole uncle. You, yep. have, you yep. have everything. Everything is almost yep. to, to the fam, uh, a family to a T. Everybody has the sure. same. So type you have of to be, you know, you want it, but you want to be original and, and you want, you know, you want to be known for writing your own stuff. But yeah, yeah. there are bigger comedians out there that have been have reputations uh, for stealing material, and I don't, I don't really know exactly who, but I'm sure it happens all the time. Sure, I heard Robin Williams did it, but I heard, yeah, that if he was at a. A club in like in California, and he used somebody's material. If he saw that person, he'd write him a check for like two hundred and fifty bucks to use that joke. Like, hey, you can uh, really? Know. So he was cool about it like that. But that's just what I heard. Hmm. Yeah. That's all hearsay, and those are guys in a certain stratosphere that I've never, that I haven't uh, gotten to yet. You know, but those are the big dogs. But you hear about that all the time, and all you can do is hope that if you do write something from your own mind and you use it on stage, that it hasn't already been said by somebody famous because they're going to think you ripped it off, and that's there a shitty know. feeling. You know, so. But I like that idea of Robin Williams doing that thing because, you know, you might come up with the idea and you might be starting out. And I'm sure he made it a lot better. Right. It, that's you exactly know, what that's, I was getting at. Right. And he's somebody so, that could improv it and to make it, oh, yeah. you know the what I mean, so much better. The king of improv. Absolutely. Yes. He was fantastic at yep. it. Yep. So it, it might have been a funny joke and it might not have come off funny by that person performing it. But when Robin Williams but he takes it, it, sure, he takes it to a whole other realm, oh, you know. But, but whole he, new level, but, sure. But, you know, he never denied that he got the premise from somebody else. You know? Exactly, which is which is a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right, good for Robin Williams because obviously that's uh, yeah, you know, kudos to him. Absolutely. And when when you when you work with all of these top comedians in the Northeast here in this area, I mean, you must be so proud of that, and and obviously you've come a long way there, but. If you had to say, like, who who is your who is your favorite comedian, and who you know nationally, you talked about the top dogs. Who who would you really consider to be like your favorite comedian and that you worked that, with, or or someone that well, you want to no, work, yeah. and someone you want to work with in the future? Oh, well, yeah, there's too. some yeah. that like people ask me, and they get they get a little surprised when I say that I think. When he's on his game, I think Cat Williams has made me laugh hard. Really? And, and yep, I just well, something about his that. comedy. He's funny. He's yeah. you know you, know, so you got you got all those. You got Cat Williams. You got you got um, you know Dave Chappelle, mm -hmm. Chris Rock. Uh, who's a the little guy there? I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Louis C.K. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Hart. You Kevin know what Hart. I mean? He's amazing. Louis C.K. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. But I just <laughs> I just guy. something about. Cat Williams, man, and when I watch him, yeah, the Pimp Chronicles. Oh my God, Ooh, I that laugh. Is the best. But Dane Cook, 
I thoroughly loved watching him. Um, you know, Lenny Clark is Lenny Clark. He's a he's a, he's a friend, but he's a super hilarious. Um, but just uh, it's the, the big dogs, like on national level, right. uh, I just I always I, I always go back to Cat Williams, man. There's something about the way he does things, and you know, he, every other word is mother effort, but yes. it's just the way he does it. Mm. And I just find him absolutely hilarious. I just I laugh so hard the way he does his set. So let me ask you a question. So who, who are you uh, asking a question to? Not you, Steve. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, you're, looking me, like, no, you're looking no, at me, though. You're looking at me. I was looking at him. Oh, you got your lazy yeah, eye going. No, Wait, no, you're no, you got your lazy eye looking at me. I, I think we assumed that it was our guest. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there's stand-up comedy, and then there's like um, show comedy. You know what I mean? Improv? I don't know if... I'm not saying that right. Like, like sitcoms and stuff? Yeah. Like comedic like, actors and things? Yeah. Like some people could be great um, uh, sitcom yep. comedians. But they blow but they at stand up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, like, well, I don't want to say anything. Like I know. Who? Well, I don't want to say. But there's a there's a couple that I well, hold on, Scott. Example. Huh? <laughs> example. No, no, what are you no, talking I, I about? Just, I just know like a sitcom they, comedy that sucks. People... Jerry Seinfeld. No, I didn't say that okay. sucked. I didn't say well, that. Well, no, not suck, but yeah, I get really you saying everybody has too, their own yeah. taste. I'll be honest with you. There's some, and I ain't gonna say any names, but there's some of the most highest paid famous comedians. That I never thought their stand-up was funny, and I won't say who they were, and I, and I just never understood how they got famous. I, feel like that's I personally didn't think they were hilarious, or at least at the level that skyrocketed them into this stratosphere of superstardom. And I'm like, why? That's me. You know what I mean? But that's no, but that's, that's what, no, no. Funny, si- but, but he's like, uh, he's one. Well, he's of those, a very clean comic. But he's one oh, of those. We're not, we're not talking about. Specific. No, no. But hold on. But God, he was one of those guys that always said, you know, you always heard he'd never crash at a comedy show. But this video's out there, him crashing. He's still, to this day, he says he never crashed. Everybody crashed. Everybody but, bombs. But, right. But he's the guy that, after his show, after the Seinfeld show, he was never the same guy anymore. Right. He was never that funny. Oh, he's worth $900 million. Right. But well, why do you have to? But right. why are you doing well, yeah, stand-up exactly. then? Why are you ruining right, it? Right, right, You know what I mean? Right. Cut well, your losses. There are some, that's there are what some, my question But is. go ahead, Scott. That's what my question I mean, is. It is two different what animals. Makes a diff- what makes the difference? Well, is there people... Writing a sitcom and then you're acting that out. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's well, there's a good like there's, a, there's an old saying. I don't know if it's actually a saying, but it's very common in the entertainment world. A uh, a great stand-up comedian become can become a great actor. Okay, but a great actor can't just get up on stage and become a great comedian, and okay. that's very very true. And I've great. seen it many times. It okay. just so that's one. If you're, I'm going to tell you this: stand-up comedy. And it's not because I did it, even on a little level that I did it. It is the hardest form of entertainment to do. I've talked to people that I met backstage on these really big bands, and they said, oh, so you do stand-up comedy. And they said, and I remember one guy who said to me, I could never do it. When I'm on stage, I got me, my guitar, my keyboardist, my drummer, my saxophone yeah. player, my yeah. bass player. There's all these elements to, to, to watch. When you animals get up there, you got a microphone and every set of eyes and every set of ears is on you and you alone. And I and I said, like, you know, I'm like, you're not helping me. You're getting in my head now. I'm going to think of that next time yeah. I'm on stage. I thought it was yeah. funny. It's but, true, yeah. yeah. So I so and I've heard people say that it's the hardest form of entertainment to do. If you can be a great stand-up comedian, like I said, great stand-up comics can become great actors. Look at Robin Williams. Yep. He was a yeah. wonderful yeah. actor. Yeah. But there's some people out there that are great comedic actors. They get on stage and they completely suck. Okay. You know what I mean? And I know of a few that I actually saw. They've been in movies. And, oh, wow, they're coming around. They're going to do stand-up. And I was, like, totally disappointed. Yeah. You know, it's like, stick to the movies, buddy. You know? Yeah. 
Um, but for the most part, you know. Then you get sports people that do it, like Mike Tyson. You know what? His one man show. Well, it's kind of funny, right? I was very impressed with that. But it's not a comedy show. No, it was meant to be. It's a present. But he presented it as a comedy show. He did amazing. But he did. Spike Lee directed it. That helped. But he did an amazing job. That was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, it was funny. Some parts were funny, but you know no, what? But I'm saying he's not the comedic. Like it, mm. he has to have somebody write it for him. Yes, stuff, yes, right? but he did a great job. Yes. Improv, no, no, no. yeah, yeah right, yeah. absolutely. The fact so, that he got up there for an entire hour, yeah, and told his that life was story, the best multiple times. It was really good. Multiple I was times, really impressed you know? when I saw it. I said, "Way to go, Mike!" Man. Yeah, I awesome. thought that was. Yep. You know, he's a man of many talents. He's a talented man. He sure is. Yeah, not anybody just, can. Not anybody I was can surprised do that. by that. I and then the whole believe. speech thing. The poor guy has a hard time pronouncing words, and he's got speech therapists and stuff. But so you got to you got to think of that too, yes, man. The yeah. guy has a hard time pronouncing certain words, right. and he got up there and did. A hundred and I mean, uh, sixty-seven he minutes there in front of everybody. Did you see yeah. that one with Eddie Murphy? It, like they were presenting an award way back in the day. I did not. And Eddie Murphy's like standing next to Mike Tyson, and he's like, "I'm going to do my best Mike Tyson impression." And then he looks at Mike and goes, "No, nah, I don't want." To. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he does it. That's anyway. another great example. And he by goes, the "I way. want to kick your ass." Now. Yeah, another great example. Eddie Murphy was a, one of the best stand-up comedians ever. I mean, he sold out. You know, and a great actor. And he yeah. turned out to be a great actor. He's a really right. good actor. Well, so. What's his name was too? Uh, uh, Gene Wilder and uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor Richard was the Pryor best. Was such a great stand-up. Uh, yeah, and he was a great actor. Just, I mean, talking about Evil Senior, he was my favorite. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. So I think it's easier to go from that, from in in. I might be wrong. Stand-up to acting as opposed to acting to stand-up. Absolutely, because like you like you said, like. Yeah, when why you're, not? When yeah. you're in stand-up, it's it, you. It toughens you up. Yeah. It toughens you yes. up big time. And wow. it, it really so now you only got the camera right. looking at you yeah. instead of having the crowd looking at you. There yep. you go. Now you got the camera looking at you to a crowd. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yep. Yeah. But I've seen great, great actors. I, you know, Kevin James. I thought, you know, King of Queens was one of the funniest sitcoms when it was on. And then I seen him do stand-up at, at Fox. was awesome, awesome. Funny, funny, funny. You know, so it depends. And then like I said, I have my own... My mind works a certain way yeah. just because I don't yeah. think somebody's funny well, does not mean funny. they're not. Right. I just, mm. there's some comedians. So Kevin James whole... can do both? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, he's uh, good. I, mean, I don't know about a serious role, but he's been in a lot of comedy movies. And, 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 yeah, yeah, and no, 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 no. He's I'm awesome, saying, but he's a really good stand up yeah. comedian. He's really yeah. funny. He's got. He's very uh, physical on yeah. stage, you know what I mean? And, and and that's another thing I always appreciate about comedians is the physicality. I'll talk to you about something afterwards. I see him as an actor, but I've never seen him as a stand up. Kevin James? Oh, no, great stand I watched a couple shows with him. Okay. Yep. Well, no, no. He's you're really telling good me something new. Yeah. I yeah. Heard, yeah, I just heard he wasn't good to Yeah, he was people. good. He was really and good. People. Oh, he's okay. Acting, that, that may be which a, is kind of weird, too. You know different. I mean? so like, but it depends what the, what the comedy is about, yeah. you know, what you can relate to. Yeah. Everybody's life is different, and they had different experiences growing up. So some things I hear on stand-up I think is hilarious because I can kind of relate to them. But again, I don't mean to keep repeating myself, but there are some comedians over the years that I watched – that just made it huge, and I just said, "Why or how?" Because I just I didn't think that they were funny, but they made it, and they 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 just I mean, you know, they're some of the highest paid comedians in the world today, and it's like, why? Yeah, I know. But that's only yeah. because I didn't get their humor. Doesn't mean they're not absolutely talented and, and and extremely funny, you know. So, who am I? I'm just saying that's just my personal. I'm not gonna laugh at a comedian because <laughs> everybody else in the country thinks he's funny. If I don't think he's funny, I'll just right. change the channel. Yeah, right, I right. appreciate that. So. But yeah, it, like you, you, 
you go to one venue and they boo the shit out of you, but the next venue you're doing the same same skit. set and you can get same the, set and, and they're laughing their balls. Sure, sure, absolutely. Because Chicago is different from. You know, fucking Minnesota. So well, I was I, mean? I was told when I first Chicago's started, different from Illinois. When I ben. first started, <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. Come on, I have it on video to prove it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. When I first started doing stand up in Boston, I was told if you can make it here, and and if you look back in history, some of the biggest comedians started out. Boston was really? the so Rogan said the same thing. That was oh, the, yeah. because it's a college town, USA. Yep. There's a lot of politically correct students that, are, and I don't want to even use the word woke because back then it wasn't even it woke. Wasn't. Yeah, but if you could crack. A Boston crowd can be the hardest nut to crack. Really? And if you can do it there, you can go to any other city and just nail it because wow. we're an uptight. Makes sense. Read the people around here. You know what I mean? We kind of are. So, but, you know. With the melting pot and the melting pot. Yeah. Look at like Jay Leno, for example. I mean, he came from here. And Who? Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Who's the guy. <laughs> Here's an example. The guy would sleep the guy behind likes cars? When he was starting out, he would sleep behind a dumpster. Right. Because when the when the comedy studios and stuff, when the comedy stores in New York City were were, were getting popular, you get in line and it's like they're almost like open mics, but they were, you know, and, and you get your name on a list and they can only take so many. And if you're not there early enough, it's like sorry, there's no more room on a list, you gotta wait. So you sleep there. He would. He I remember seeing an interview and he said, I would sleep. And it's not like a crackhead behind a dumpster. I'm sure it was like an alley, but it was just a little bit of privacy. He'd lean up against the wall and sit against the wall and then and, and just put his head down and go to sleep because he wanted to be the first one in line to get a spot on the stage. And that's what those guys did, and that's why they made it. They did total dedication, you know. You're not going to catch me sleeping next to a dumpster to get on stage. You well, know? he might have been the same way, too. He just got there early, and everybody else took a nap because he got there at yeah, 3 well, in the morning instead of going there at yeah. 7 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Right, right. But no, Boston's but still where, dedication. Boston's where it started. Yeah. And there was a whole slew of comedians like Dennis Leary mm -hmm. and those guys that went down to New York City. Even though they weren't paying the kind of money they were playing in Boston, they were paying in Boston. But that's where the scouts were. And that's where a lot of people got discovered in the, in the clubs in New York City. But, but Boston is where it was started and where it was honed. Then I moved out to L.A. But Boston is the, the town where stand-up comedy, in my opinion, really started. Uh, you got guys like Lenny Clark and those guys, Johnny Peasy, back in the way back in the day, man, and they were just, we were just talking about Johnny. Peasy, they were just right? yeah, Johnny Peasy, great comedian, you know, magician and everything. He does he does magic tricks? Imagine that. Yeah, and he's he's funny. Total funny. package. Yep. But those guys all started out in Boston, and that's where Lex Luger. <laughs> Are you a wrestling fan? No, isn't Max Luger? Isn't that a, a Lex Luger? You said oh, Max, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Peter it. Luger's no. down you in New York Max City, the, the steak shop, oh, the steakhouse. Oh, now we get way off topic. Okay, I'm we had something good going. I'm sorry, Dan Jim Beam Apple. <laughs> we had something good going, Scott. Anytime somebody somebody says wrestling, my mind just goes to wrestling. That's why you didn't yeah. say wrestling. I loved wrestling back in the day. Absolutely, you know. You just said total package. Luger. I know. That's I gave you a look. I gave you a look, and I was like, you went off the rails. Did he do stand up? <laughs> we could try and ask him. Yeah, he might. He might now. <laughs> he might try. Well, it. Hold on. He's not standing anywhere. <laughs> but I, I love uh, it. I, I guess right. bottom line well, is I'm, I not, I'm just I saying. It. You know, so it's it's a lot of fun, and I truly enjoy working with all these different comedians and booking them. And and again, I said in the last podcast. I strive to make it as fun for the comedians as it is for the audience because they got to be there too, whether they're getting paid or not. It's just you want them to have a good time because sometimes when you want to book this guy and he's got two other people that want to book him for the same night, he might he might go with me because my shows are fun. But, mm. So I, I, that's just something I've always I've always tried to to do is make it fun for the comedians as well. And I and I know, and I want to give you some props. You probably don't want to take it, but 
I know you work a lot with special needs and, and, and mm-hmm. you, you're out there and you, ha- you, you help people. Uh, well, I have a daughter with spina bifida, so you can't not have a soft spot. There you go. And, and, I, and, and that's where I was. So I do fundraisers for, absolutely. Yes. For Center absolutely. of Hope and, and uh, we've done fundraisers for the Spina Bifida Association of Greater New England. and, and um, The Rett Syndrome. Rett syndrome with Orion, yep. Yes. So that's always, and that's one of those things oh, I'll continue yeah. to do. And hopefully, yeah. if my platform grows, I'll be able to do that much more. You there know? you go. So that's something I'll never stop doing. And, and Raph, never you stop getting it. You, 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 you do have that been. not for for recognition. You do it because that's what you believe. Absolutely. Because I look and at that's what's great. I look at my own daughter and I say, now what if there's people out there that don't have the caring parents exactly. or the support that she had? So I try to, you know what I mean? And yep. and that, and you know, we were very blessed to have the strength and the energy to give her. And, and do everything we could to make her life as easy as possible. But there's a lot of people out there that don't have those resources. So you, you, you know, you got to think of that too. And you gotta, you gotta be there. You know, that's, that's, I'm a, I'm a spiritual guy. And, and I always believe that God wants you to elevate people around you when he gives you a platform. So that's kind of what I, kind of how I base this, you know? Uh, uh, so you never stop getting it. Never stop getting it. <laughs> that's it. Never stop helping. And and that's why we're that we have you on the on the uh, program here today because you do never stop getting it. And we try I, to do the same thing. And, and I was uh, I was going to say because you've been part of my uh, brother's golf tournament yep. for for Autism Speaks. Yep. For ma- for many years now. Yeah, we do it. And uh, you've partnered with with him and and really with with us. Uh, for for a great cause, yeah, it is and a great that's cause. And, and that and that's uh, very uh, noble, and something that uh, you know we we thank you for. Well, thank that's, you. Uh, it's a pleasure to do it, and it's an honor to do it. I, I love doing that kind of stuff. You know, right? Uh, you got to do for others. Or what would we be as a society if everybody you know, exactly? Was, was and, and and that's the beauty of it. Like people, you know, people people look at oh oh this guy was a comedian. He does this, this, and this. But those small things that that people do, you nobody looks for the you don't look you're not looking for the pat on the back, no, right? No, you just want to help. So people. you're focusing on helping. That's but all. That's it, it's always about. a great thing for people to recognize because that's how the word gets out there and, and how the how the word spreads and how help happens. Yeah. Right. Yep. So we that's appreciate we appreciate what you do. Oh, thank you. Go ahead, Steve. Well, speaking of little things and you know people that you know, we do have. Uh-oh. Our own little fundraiser slash toy drive coming up. Nice. For the, oh, for the okay. Toys for Tots. Oh, yes. Plug it. Yes. So uh, coming up on November 5th, we have a Toys for Tots toy raiser plus a pasta dinner for $10. Everybody loves pasta. In Southbridge, Massachusetts at the Eagles Club, 59 Mill Street. And, uh, you know, we're going to have raffles. And maybe we could sneak in a quick comedy act by somebody we may know. <laughs> <laughs> somebody might want to tune up his skills a little bit. Is Who it going to be a 21 you know? plus show? <laughs> I know. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That, that, and we, you know, that, again, it's just like, uh, you know, you inspire us, Rafa. Well, thank you. Rafa, you inspire us. And we want to do the same thing. We want to help out people. You know what I mean? We we want to, uh, you know, Toys for Tots, no kid. Should be left without a gift, oh, man. a toy Absolutely. at Christmas time, right? Absolutely. And myself being Marine, yes, I was you know gonna, what I mean. I, that's exactly what I was going to say, Steve. And that, it's kind of important to me because yep. you know it's a great thing. Toys for yeah. Thoughts is awesome. it, it, he doesn't care about a lot, but 
<laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't give a shit about nothing <laughs> except for kids getting toys at Christmas. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. That's except good, for my kids. My kids can. can go without. Yeah. <laughs> those selfish little bastards. Not, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, they've never been without. So I, don't know, I don't know who you're yes. kidding right there, yes. but right. Well, when you have an auntie carry, you never go without. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, as long as carries around. Don't forget yeah. Uncle Scott. Oh yeah, Uncle yeah. Scott. Yeah. The best. The Godfather. The best Godfather. Yes. Yeah. One of the Godfathers. The best. Okay. Yeah. I just said it. Yeah. So quickly, about next year, I was, I have, we got to... Hold the, on. Not quickly. I was winking at you about maybe we'll have a comedy act. Oh, on November 5th? <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there and I'll even bring somebody. Yeah, just give, just give us a give us a, like a 10 minute. Just say, hey, we, we have a comedy act. Okay. <laughs> and just laugh at it. There'll be comedy. <laughs> I'd be uh, honored. I'd know, be honored. Go ahead, go ahead Ralph. And it's not fun. No, uh, on the whole thing of raising money um, this summer coming up, 2023, the plan is, and I only say that because there's still a lot of meetings to be yeah. had and committees to be formed. I love the but, future uh, stuff. We're going to do, um, I want to do, I, I started a, a, a Jam and Jest, it's called the, the Jam and Jest Fest Summer Concert and Comedy Series. It started last year, and we're going to continue this year, but I want to bring it home to my hometown in Southbridge. Mm. And the plan is to try and do it at McMahon Field. Okay. It'll be an all-day thing. We'll have a bunch of great bands, some like great it. comedians, and all the proceeds are going to go to the Selfridge High uh, Scholarship okay. Program. So hopefully Ooh. we can raise some big bucks because there's a lot of kids out there that could use those resources to, to further their education. Um, and I think it'd be a great a great time. Oh my God, that's a and, that's a great cause, know, especially because at, at the old McMahon Field where we played football. That, I think exactly. it'd be just bringing it home exactly. to Southbridge, man, because that's is where I grew up, and this is where I have the great. Well, you played system. football, John. John yeah. cheered you yeah. on. Yeah. No, John was good. No, no, was no, like, no, that was great. I, uh, yeah, but uh, we played. Talk, we so played it'd be nice football. to bring it home. We you know, football he's together. He's like, no, no, John. No, he played you. All right, Scott. Yeah, did you play football? No, no. Okay. So Ray yeah, Lewis we, over here. They look over him. Raph and I played I play football, football together. <laughs> and uh yeah, we uh we played at McMahon Field, obviously, and yeah. uh, Salpridge is where we're, we're all from. And, so and therefore this he's, is gonna be a not only a great cause, but something that we can all uh appreciate sure. and and get behind when it comes to yep. the town of Southbridge yep. and Southbridge High Scholarship. Yep. So So that's the plan. Again, so I, I got a lot of meetings to have. There's a lot of work to be done, but the plan is I'm hoping to get I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. To have it at McMahon Field. We have an amazing stage that we bring in and it's just a full one. We got sound techs and lighting techs and it's a full blown high-end production with the great bands and some great comedians and uh you, you can't and I'm gonna have food trucks um, actually, my plan is I was thinking about bringing like someone like the Southbridge Lions Club, and they could do all the food, and they could keep all the money for that. That's another great foundation that would be making some money for their for their cause. So I all around, it's about helping others. It's this whole festival is going to be about helping others, you know. So S- sounds like a great event and great plug at this point Thank for you. that. So let's uh, we'll we'll talk more about it as the, yep. you know well, it's going to be a busy winter. Maybe the podcast those. can be there. That'd Absolutely, be yeah. you, know, you have to be now, <laughs> right? Yeah, that'd be great in the grandstands. Oh, we'll grow up in the press South box, Pitch, oh, right from the press. Oh, box. the press box. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, there used to be a bar in Southbridge. So that was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, what's going? What's going on at the new high school at the field? What, they don't play football. No, there. I think no. they still use McMahon Field for all the. Yeah, games no, they do. But what's going on at the That's new? That's like a practice. Uh, softball. Or I wouldn't even know to be honest with soccer. you. Soccer. I'm in soccer. I'm sorry. Yeah. So if McMahon Field's not opened up, can you do it there? 
No, it'll be. It'll, it, they, I, they, I'm guessing they gonna. You know, they have things there. They have the relay for life there every year. So yeah, um, it'll be during the summer, so there won't be any football games. Oh, that's true on. too. Yes, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be. We're hoping maybe July, August. Baseball though, right? Well, we'll have to do it on a, on a Saturday where there's no baseball. It's just a one day event. I'm just know. curious. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. I, I'm just wondering what's at the. Well, I had the Salvage Airport in mind. Ooh. That's another great spot. But oh, I just right. something about Ooh. having it at McMahon the fireworks Field are, with yeah. the grandstands yes, and it. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think it'd be. You mean the fireworks used to be when they had the fireworks yeah, thing? Have yeah. Before COVID, yeah. It'll come back. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the plan. So there you go. There's my little plug for the upcoming summer, dude. That. Um, I'm excited for that one. That's going to be a good time. Yep. I mean, that's like a 24-hour type of thing right there. Yeah, it's going to be all day. It'll yeah, be a great time. And not all day. Some great bit. Not all, all nighter. Day, all nighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because, you know what? I spent a ton of money on stage equipment, and I want those lights to be able to be seen. It. When it's daytime, yes. you don't see them like you do it at night. strobes. Oh, it sounds like a great event when it comes to everything you just said about the, uh, the you know, the music and uh, just everything. Bringing in local on. organizations to handle the food and the alcohol. Right. You know, if you want to have right. beer garden and stuff, and they could... That'll be that they'll benefit that way from it, and so everybody makes you know everybody right. everybody gets a piece of the pie. That's awesome. Well, especially the kids. You well, know, this I mean? is my town. This is where I was born the and college. raised, and and this is what shaped me when I get into independent film. That's what happened. You know, I right. grew up on Walcott Street. It was one of the roughest na- areas in town. Right, but. My production company, when I get into independent filmmaking, is going to be called Walcott Street Productions because that really neighborhood is what shaped Walcott. who I am. Walcott, yeah. Walcott Street. Okay. That's my, that's my, right. my, I like my, it. my little I like street. It. it was a bad, the badlands of town, but it was a great place to grow. I was on Mill Street. There you go. You went that <laughs> right. away. Right yeah. next door, baby. See that? Yeah. You know, but. The one block posse. Yeah. We can call ourselves a one block that's posse. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. All right. Anybody else got anything else to add? What do we got? Well, just, John, just uh, you know, just as far as, as far as Southbridge goes. Um, okay, just, John was um, left out, Rafa. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I was getting, <laughs> I was getting wordy. You're you're more towards Sturbridge. Don't worry about it. No, not at all. Oh. And and I just appreciate the fact that all of us are from Southbridge, and we have that pride of Southbridge. It's great and town. And and it can you can easily disparage the town of Southbridge on a variety of levels. You've got a lot of towns. And in reality, when you're from Southbridge and you have the Southbridge pride, it means something. And the fact that you're doing as much as you are for the town of Southbridge and for the kids of Southbridge High, mm-hmm. I really am grateful for well, thank you, you for man. doing that. So thank, thank that. you for thank you for doing that. Yeah, well, and I, and I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. Yep. Well, thank you. I hope so. I hope it's well and very successful, and we can pour thousands of dollars into that scholarship program. That's know. great. That, that's that's the whole tens key. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Yeah, Even better. Maybe right? it'll grow every year. You know. Fantastic. Let's oh, some, that's help some kids out. You know, that's the whole thing. That's it. Yep. Yeah, you got to start small and work your way up. That's, that's what right. That's, that's what the podcast is trying to that's do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you gotta, all right, you got to crawl before you can walk, and you got to walk before you can run. So. But hey, it's all about the people that are trying, and you're really trying, and we appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, Raph, thank you for coming on the show because well, thank we're, you for having we're about never stop getting it, and Raph never stops that, getting it. You just stole it so, from me. Well. <laughs> I thought it was well, maybe maybe if you didn't leave. Two, maybe you asshole! Didn't I was gonna say that. Wait, maybe if you didn't hey, I leave. Go one two one. <laughs> maybe you didn't leave two, to take a leak, dude. The frick! It's gonna go one two one. <laughs> one one two, one three. one. Yeah. It's just gonna be. It's gonna go back and forth. You know how it goes. That's why I gotta edit everything. Yeah. I mean, you you, you did leave, so I, I was like, was he coming I had back? To take a piss. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Right. Nature call. It is a fifty-minute podcast, so go ahead, Scott. What do you got? Let's hear it. 
No, I appreciate. I, I pre- no, you, you guys stole it. You guys stole my thunder. Go ahead. You guys stole you my got? thunder. I can't wait. I, I, you know what? I really appreciate these kinds of um, podcasts and, and episodes where we have people, honest people, and 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 people that we know, and people from the community, and just that's it. That like, not to say that we haven't had that. I'm just saying it, it, our episodes when we have people uh, come on and talk it's a great time yeah it's always a good these time, are the best yeah. time these are the best episodes well i'm grateful and i really appreciate you guys having me on i, I love it this is a lot of fun oh you'll be on much more oh, great i'll be happy and, to i mean do you travel do i travel yeah, yeah i like travel everywhere <laughs> okay i mean you could i mean we we're always looking for people we we, we travel we go yeah, to i'll Maine. go with you guys sure. oh yeah we want to designate drivers where he's getting at <laughs> yeah well, that's fine, i'll do that i'll do that too Nobody wants to do that. I mean, you might, you <laughs> I'm not may, a big drinker anyway, so I'll be happy. To you be may have to, to feed it. John. I don't know if you've seen the episode where we were on a train. You may have to feed John a funnel. I never been yeah. on a train in my life. Besides <laughs> we, the tea in we, Boston, we, we took I, a trip. I have never too. been on a train. Yeah. Never we took ever a train trip from Boston to Seattle. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. You didn't listen to that podcast? Uh, no, it was I'm multiple. Have to. Oh Holy yeah, shit. It's four great. different. Oh, that was a great. And you will never mention. go on a train again. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides the tea, I've never ridden on a train. Get that a booze train. bag over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was considered a booze bag by somebody who was a train official, so that wasn't very <laughs> great. Good. Times, great times. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and knock this out of the park and finish this off and. No, 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 hold on. One, one what, more question. Got? I got one Go more. Oh, right, Jesus. Go. What do you think about our, our presentation here? Our studio? Our I love studio. it. Yeah. It's nice. Studio. That's a, I mean, it's a work in progress. Yeah, you got the, I like the mural in the this. back. You got the New York City mural in the back. You got the, oh, that's the Boston. The that's a Boston. You got the, yeah, you got the great uh, sound out. foam on the ceiling and on the walls. And it's a great little. The floor. We got the, the floor, yeah. Sound detonated curtains. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little, uh, nice little studio. I love it. Rafa thinks we should get a box truck and travel. Yeah, yeah, do all this inside right the box, box truck. truck. That's tough, bro. And then you can park in your driveway and you can just do our podcast yeah. when it's just us. And then we get to travel, we go. But put it in reverse and run. But it, you won't have the exercise equipment. We can bring it. We won't have oh, the okay. Peloton. All right, all right. We can bring it. All right. Yeah. We can go. Rob is sweating because of the Peloton. I, I, look look at the, I start swelling just looking at the Peloton. <laughs> at, the video is going to show Rob is sweating. <laughs> I'm glistening. Glistening. <laughs> We're going RV and across the country. Can you uh, can you drive an RV? That I'll do. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, that that's our next trip. You know, yeah, not cross yeah. country. I mean, we got to bring the women if we do that. I'll, I'll do it. I don't care if my wife likes it or not, as long as it's okay with her. Wait, what? You're in. Wait, hey, wait, what? I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that's working. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a fantastic episode. Absolutely yes. loved every minute of it. But unfortunately, it's time to say goodbye. So go ahead, take us away, John. You're the first one. Never this, stop getting it. This this oh, this, this has been great. Uh, love you guys out there, and never stop getting it. Booyah! Adios. Adios, me amigos. Yes. All right, Rafa. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks right. for listening. All right, guys, and of course, check out Rafa's October 20th show, and you know November 5th. You know if you want to stop by. Oh, I'll be there. Arthur. I'll be there. All right. I have so, to be now. I just said it in front of 60,000 subscribers, so I have to be. 61,000. 61,000. Come on. 61, sorry. 61,237. <laughs> All right, guys. Never stop getting it. 
thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook, Never Stop Getting It, and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It. And of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com.